And I think that when I achieve the goal, I'm going to have some type of uh, reward, whatever it is. And I think that's where I've made mistakes in the past, okay. where I put too much emphasis on when I get there, that itself is the um, the fireworks going off. That is the uh, the 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 moment of um, you know celebration. But um, I've had a few of those recently. We've had a few of those recently, and I don't know how you felt. It'd be nice to hear your perspective. But I know that when I got there. I felt defeated. I felt deflated. I felt like, man, this took every bit of energy that I had. Um, we accomplished it. And now I feel like it's empty. Welcome back to another episode, Kingdom Heirs, where faith meets business. Today, Megan and I are going to have a time to talk about a comment that we got from one of our listeners. One of the things that um, we love here with um, with what we do is that we get a chance to just chat and talk about um, business life. We get a, ch a chance to talk to uh, other couples that have similar journeys that we've that we've had. Yep. Um, you know, we've learned a lot uh, from these other couples, and really, it's it's a journey, right? So we're just journeying alongside of one another. And so, this this um, comment came in from uh, someone who's watched. Um, couple of the other episodes and I think it's very fitting. And so the comment is so many couples out there want to venture into business but are very hesitant to do so because they don't want the business to ruin their lives. And like David Freimiller said, it's not for everyone. So um you and I are going to have different perspectives on this, and I actually welcome that, so I'm excited about that. Um, and okay. it, it immediately reminded me of a, a book that I had read recently, uh, Faith Driven Entrepreneurs. And there's an excerpt in there, and it talks about the struggles of being an entrepreneur. And it's written from King Solomon's perspective from the book of Ecclesiastes. And it says that there's this vapor smoke kind of effect and I just want to read a little excerpt from the book and um, and it's statistics. And I know you love statistics, right? <laughs> okay. Megan actually doesn't love statistics. As soon as I usually talk about percentages of things, she's like, no, I don't No, That's no, no. Okay. But here, here's a good what perspective. Did they pull it from? Yeah. We don't, yeah. yeah we don't know really. How many involved? Yeah. <laughs> but what are their sources? Yeah. But um, for the sake of it, this is a great book. These guys really, I think, hit the heart of. Um, what it means to be a faith-driven versus just a driven entrepreneur. Yep. And the drivenness part is really what we're going to speak about today. Um, and so let's, let's get started. So entrepreneurs are two times more likely to suffer from depression. They are three times more likely to battle some form of substance abuse okay. and are two times more likely to have suicidal thoughts and are two times more likely to be hospital hospitalized for mental health problems. So I think, again, it's we're talking about, um, you know, entrepreneurs. And one of our previous episodes, we had talked with um, another couple talking about how we as men feel driven. And, and with the driven part to um, provide. And it's almost like what we, you know, what we have is not enough. And... Uh, meanwhile, you and, and other other the spouses that are supporting that the support role mm -hmm. are like, what we have is enough. Yeah, we're satisfied. 
we're we're satisfied. Yeah, You're, y'all are satisfied. Whereas we feel like the men feel no, we're driven to. We've got to get to this point of of um, of of success. Right, and it's kind of like interesting that um, when the Fry Millers were on, we called the show "Risky Business." That's right. So being able to take more risks also increases your risks for, for all of these items. For, for all these other things like depression yes. and and. And maybe anxiety and feeling like different things. feeling like life is too much. The burden is too heavy. Well, because it is really heavy for an entrepreneur. It like is. It's, that's that's they carry the weight. They carry yeah. the weight um, on them. Yes. Uh, payroll, the families they support, the clients honoring their word, even if they 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 realize that it's really really hard to fulfill what they sold to the client, you know, whatever it is, there's a heavy, heavy burden that goes right. in competition. Yeah, it's a big responsibility. Huge responsibility. And so, you know, with, with us, the, the reason why we started Kingdom Heirs is because we wanted people to understand that God really cares about what we do in life. He cares about the work that we produce. He cares about, um, he cares about our every aspect, which includes our businesses. It includes companies our relationships the, with, because that's what it is right. it's relationships business is relationships and we all know that right but maybe we we created a disconnect that right. god actually wants to bless those relationships so that he is brought in and he is glorified he is lifted up right, even in those transactions right because ultimately that's how we grow right by that's right by tension and stress and fire and purification process right, right? a coal Stretching. a piece of coal is a diamond Right. I mean, that's insane. But all of that pressure produces something beautiful. Right. And our God is in that. He's our daddy. He doesn't He doesn't leave us. He doesn't forsake us. He's in that process. Right. And a pearl is a grain of sand that also within the clam. That's right. That's irritating. Because yes. It grows like that because of the irritation, the sandpaper. <laughs> the sandpaper. Yeah. All those things grow us. But we try and like get away from those things because it's uncomfortable to grow. When we're not, when we're not rooted and established in God's word. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point about um, that verse that says, God's, uh, Jesus is saying, I am the vine, I am the true vine, you are the branch. Yep. He who abides in me shall have uh, life eternally. And the key thing is that we want to abide. And so there's a lot of people out there that are trying to do business without invite, without abiding, without literally being attached to the source, the source of living water. But they're doing it because they may they may know God, they may have a relationship with God, or they may not. They may have religion, but without relationship. We've talked about that in the past. And so there's a big disconnect there, and it can very well be very overwhelming when you have all of this weight on your shoulders, even while you're successful, even while you're hitting, you set the goal and you hit the goal. There's It can feel empty. You may have gotten that giant check, and you're like, great. And you're like, I'm going to go buy more stuff. Right. And that does not fill. That doesn't fill that that void that we have. And so one of the things that Solomon wrote about the wisest man that ever lived the earth on the earth, the wisest king and the wealthiest king ever, um, the majority of Ecclesiastes is written by Solomon, a man with incalculable wealth, world-renowned wisdom, unmatched power, and a lot of accomplishments to put anyone to shame. And yet Solomon explained that even with all of that, life often felt like havel, which is a Hebrew word. It literally means like a vapor or smoke. 
-hmm. His success felt like a cloud. From afar, it might look solid, but when you pressed into it, it was discovered to be vapor. Solomon identifies four areas of life that disappoint us, not in spite of our successes, but because of them. Um, so entrepreneurs today need to keep a close eye on each of these four areas, lest our well-intended efforts become Havel, an impressive looking cloud full of nothing. Mm. Sounds sad. Sounds no, it, it, it sounds it, it sounds deep because we could feel a certain way and not be able to put our our finger on why we feel like that. That's right. I mean, there would be jobs that you get you would get a big job. Um, when we had the remodeling company. And before that job was even over, before you celebrate the success of being able to complete it, already you're in your mind, you're thinking, all right, how am I going to grow this bigger? How am I going to grow this bigger? And we're just going from one one thing to the next. Or like Gia would say with her real estate, she's like, she got a big commission. Hooray. Doesn't celebrate it because she's already thinking, what if I don't get another commission like yeah. that? Or when is my next commission going to come yeah. in? All those thoughts come in. But, but that makes the success of how exciting it would be to land that 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 job that or to sell that that piece of property or something like that and what it would look like but then once you're actually there it's like yeah not as satisfying you're thinking about the next thing it just increases the appetite maybe yeah I, you know one thing that i thought about just with some of the recent successes that we've had um and again success I deem a success because I know people, the definition of success is very um, loose. What do you think uh, a success means? My thought process for success is um, I set a goal. Okay. And then I achieve the goal. However long it takes to achieve the goal. And there might be little steps that need to happen in order to hit the bigger goal. But I, I see it as like when I make a checklist and I literally will write out every step of the process. Mm -hmm. and, and, and it might take me three months, might take me six months, might take me a year. It might take me a day, but I work through each one of those checkpoints and I check it off. I, I cross it off as I go. And right. I know daily, weekly, monthly, I am approaching my success, uh, my goal. Right. And so every day, every week, I feel like, man, I accomplished. So I really don't like the word busy. I, I, I actually, I really, I've, I've removed busy from my vocabulary um, because I want to be productive. I want to know that I'm accomplishing something. So it's about being intentional that I'm intentionally accomplishing my 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 um, my list. Of, right. Of so so success would be you you checked off every box and you you achieved the goal. I achieved the goal, and then but then that process. Then I think that when I achieve the goal, I'm going to have some type of uh, reward, whatever it is. And I think that's where I've made mistakes in the past. Okay. Where I put too much emphasis on when I get there. That itself is the um, the fireworks going off. That is the uh, the uh, the the moment of um, you know celebration. But um, I've had a few of those recently. We've had a few of those recently, and I don't know how you felt. It'd be nice to hear your perspective. But I know that when I got there, I felt defeated. I felt deflated. I felt like, man, this took every bit of energy that I had. Um, we accomplished it. And now I feel like it's empty, even though what what it was that let's say it's, we built we built something. Well, it's now physically there. It's established. It's it's there, but it didn't. All all the hype and all the thought process that I put into it for myself of what it would mean. All the sacrifices, it, sacrificing like time, relationship, like yeah, because yeah. sometimes you don't have enough from one 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 account. You got to take it from 
another account. With yeah. Sometimes that account is our, our health, our, our relationships. Stress or, levels were extremely yeah. high. And, and in that, um, you know, I, I realized I mean, just a year ago, not mm -hmm. even, yeah, about a year ago, I realized that I've got to, and I read this book, actually, this book was like very helpful for me. Yeah. It said, it, it said, James, fine. It, it, it was like speaking to me. It was like Holy Spirit moment. And instead of putting all the emphasis on the, 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 the goal, mm -hmm. success, the goal, put it more on find joy in the daily works, the right. daily journey, the daily activities, the daily exchange versus putting the daily exchange with, with you off so I can go pursue this. And when we pursue this, then you and I can go enjoy ourselves, which is, which is a vapor. It's, it's not real, but really what I need to do. And I'm practicing, I'm trying to do this now. I'm trying mm -hmm. to be transparent. I'm trying to do this now daily intentionally is actually just start to enjoy my, my days and my weeks while I'm pursuing the big goal. Because as I am pursuing the big, the goal, I want to actually have a good fruitful trail, not a trail of brokenness looking back. Well, that past year, there's a lot of brokenness in that past year. Yeah. A lot of arguments in that past year. There's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of strife in that past, past year. I want to actually say we hit a goal and we actually, man, we had some really cool stories. We had some good experiences. We right. The some... journey, the journey is, is the success, not the, not the end part. So like our success is how we carry out throughout the journey. So yeah. going back to this question, um, is it worth it? How, well, how can you do it without ruining your life? How can you do it without ruining your life? Yeah. I mean, is success only about ob obtaining a specific goal or is it being able to maintain, I don't know, what do you think it would take, like a relationship with the Lord, like having prayer time, like resting on a Sabbath or, you know what I mean? Or allowing yourself to 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 even just laugh, you know, and-, and Creating those moments. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do, do people need to like have certain set work hours? Is there ever a point where you would put away your phone? Um, or your computer or be like, nope, this is this time is sacred. This time is for for my house. And um I like the verse from um Isaiah thirty two eighteen that says, My people will abide in peaceful habitation. So they're gonna live a, a peaceful life, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um in secure dwellings and they're and in quiet resting places. So my people will abide in peaceful habitation and secure dwellings and in quiet resting places. So I think there's an idea that we have of how to achieve a goal. And I wonder if there's an idea that, that God has for us to achieve a goal. What verse was that? That was Isaiah 32, 18. There's another one that says for kings and all who are in high positions that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. And I think that's super powerful. It is super um, powerful. That's not hurry. That's king, not that's you know, not striving and driven. That's people might say, resting. well, people might say that's for kings, man. They got luxury. Yeah. Uh, today's perspective, you have the priestly role, uh, and you have a kingly role. You have kingship, and you have the the priesthood. Yeah. And and we as as leaders would 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 be in that kingly role because we oversee things yeah we employ people we we distribute we're we're responsible for not just our own household but in many respects the the lives that that work with us and that that we work right with. that are touched by yeah, what, what touched you're doing what yeah, do. yeah some way and so um 
wow, that's a new concept for me. And then this is 23 years in, in business. Um, that's a big deal for me personally. And I know a lot of it is from some of our own, um, you know, struggles and conversations and, and passionate discussions uh, of things have got to change. Yeah, something... keeping the main things the main things, writing out our priorities like we would write out maybe um, an, any other kind of list that you do and keeping the main things the main things. Yeah. And, you know, any success that we have, any goal that we obtain, if we lose the main thing and yeah. the priorities in that yeah. time and we're not able to maintain, you know, peaceful habitation. You know, I, I think it reminds me of some people have asked me some things about... You know, they look and they say, "Man, you've you've done a lot, and you've got you got this, you got that." And I said, "Yeah." I said, "But I, you know, in the end, I said that's great, but I really just want a deeper relationship with my wife. I want a deeper relationship with with my with my my father, God, my daddy. I don't want to feel like I had to give one or the other. Can you have it all? Can I have can I have it all? It's yeah. Because no, you can never have it all. But but the Word of God says we can. Yeah. You I think can. that's the perspective that we can. Right. Keeping the main things the main things. It, it's like that perspective where you you know you first put the rocks in. Then you put in the gravel. Then you put in the pebbles. Can you fill in anything else? And wow. then, you know, you, at the very end, you put the water in, and the water saturates. Yeah, them. but you would never be able to fit all that if into a jar water. if you started with water, yeah. or if you started with sand. How would you ever fit those, those so big well main said. things in? So well said. The main things have to go in first, and then all those other things can come in after. But <laughs> if we get the priorities mess, messed up, we don't keep the main things. The main things, the big things. We don't put those in first. Then we're suffering with depression. Then we're suffering with substance abuse. Then we're suffering with suicidal thoughts. Like just, it's too much. Let's just end it. Then we're suffering with mental anxiety. Anxiety. Yeah. Right. I mean, because in the end, that's that's the point, right? Is that we can have it all, but not from the world's standard. It's got to be from God's word. Yes. Because He establishes the instructions of life. Right. He gives us instructions of life, not now that the father of this world is Lucifer. It's Satan. It's the devil. He will give us a lot that will lead to death. Well, our, I think our, our self-serving natures, our sin nature, will will do the do the that trick lead us to, right to death. But yeah. I think the way that you could, we could, you know, venture out in business, and any new venture that we do is if we keep. You know, the main things, the main things. Yeah. There's things that we can't get back. Like if we lose it or break it, it's it's yeah. really, really hard to rebuild those yeah. things. You can always get a different job or start a different business. But like a broken relationship <clears throat> with your Heavenly Father is going to do a bunch of things, right? Yeah. A broken right. relationship with, with, your with your spouse or, you know, other family members or your children. Like we never get those times. It's not worth that it. That time back. I think, you know, yeah. I'm sitting here thinking it's just not worth it. There's... The, the gain, the reason why people want to, um, I think, venture into entrepreneurialism, number one, they, they, they are led or they're gifted or they have that talent. They're, they're naturally led that way or spiritually led that way to operate in that role. And I think that's a God-given ability, talent, and it's necessary because it's meeting needs of their community. It's right. service or product, whatever it may be. It literally is to meet a need. And we are supposed to be of use to our neighbor. We yeah. are supposed to be of use to our neighbor. And so I think that's a that's a that's a godly thing but the perspective that we just need to go out and, and whatever it costs and what and it doesn't matter what, what my relationships look like but as long as i go out and i go do this and i gain the wealth because our focus then goes on the wealth not on the people not on our god who provides 
Well, then, he's full. then we're making ourselves into the savior. Yeah, then we have a savior complex or this, yeah. this, um, you know, and it doesn't matter if, if we have, we've already hit a million bucks and it doesn't matter if we're, it doesn't matter what those numbers are, you'll never, it'll never be enough. It's constantly desiring more and more and more. We've had that conversation, haven't we? Yes, we yeah. have. But I wouldn't at this point in my life, I just want to have a deeper connection with you. Right. And that takes time, right? It does. It, it takes, takes time. It, it takes, takes intentionality. And in being intentional. Being intentional. And I think the, all those times where I was like, well, look, I, I can't be home right now because I've got to get this job done. This project done has got to get it done. You know, how many times did I make that phone call? Yeah, I'm just not coming home for dinner. Right. But then it, it morphed into I'm not coming because I'm meeting with this person or I'm taking this phone call or, right. you know, I'm it, pushing it, these this paper. But it but yeah. In the end, it wasn't worth it. This is This is that point that I'm looking back because you can always look back and say, yeah, you learned from that, and but, um, but it wasn't worth it because now I realized that you know what I was trying to get it done by by eight o'clock, and you know what, it, I still had to come back the next day, and so I might as well have just should have been there for my family during that time, and then that because that puts the emphasis back on what's most important, right? Because people are what's most important. There's always deadlines, but we can fabricate that th- there's a deadline every day, every moment, like it's crisis mode. Right, like we think that we're more important than we really are in some areas or that we're less important in others. Or whatever the task is, is more important yeah. than it really is because then it creates a compromise. It creates a compromise back to the family. It says, well, this task is more important than being there for um, the game. You know, the, 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 the moment last night we went to watch Mina and her cheering. And I could have come up with reasons why I couldn't be there. But I'm like, you know what? I just want to be there. I want to be. I want her to say, Daddy and Mommy both were there to watch me. Right? Mm-hmm. To me, that that was like worth it. That was worth it. And the volleyballs flying through the stands and hitting us. Parents was super cool too. It was fun interacting. Right. <laughs> Kept us away. I think it's worth it. You know, I think there's moments in... It's worth it if we learn from our from our failures. I think it's worth it to be humble, to look back and say that hard moment was was me being um, bullheaded or me just being hardheaded, saying it's just got to be done this way and it's the only way it's possible. And you're on the other side saying it's not. It's not worth it. Why are you doing that? I mean, how many times do you tell me that it's not worth it? Why are well, you doing I think that? It, I think when when relationships are are put. Um, on hold so that we can create more money or successes and stuff like that. It creates resentment. It does. It it, it creates resentment for like, not just like a spouse, but also like everybody else is that's affected by that. They're like, Oh, so-and-so is not home. Or when they do come home, they're grumpy and they're stressed. They carry all the stress in from the car. Oh my goodness. Leave it in the car. And like, I can remember that with, um, yeah family business growing up and stuff like that the weekends were more stressful because yeah yeah it was like then that intense stress there it doesn't stay it doesn't stay at office it, right it, 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 it travels, travels with it travels. you at all times yeah i think that's the hard part you can say you know i just left work and i can leave it yeah i can leave it i can leave it in the car you know De- dennis rainey used to i used to listen to like folks on the family and they talk about how our family life today and they say uh when you know the best thing you can do is just leave it in the car right and i think that's why guys take so much time to get out of the car once they get home <laughs> they're, they're like i'm leave just it, trying to leave, to leave it. it in the car right <laughs> yeah um but it takes it takes something really special to be able to to leave it yeah. and allow your house to be 
your home. A place of peace. Yeah, a place, uh, yeah, peaceful habitation and turning off your phone or saying, you know, at 8 o'clock p.m. or 7 o'clock or whatever time, my phone's going someplace else. Yeah. My computer's going someplace else. Yeah. You've got I, to Set men, the boundary. Yep. That you can compartmentalize and say, no, I'm off of work right now. It's a great point. I mean, we can. Even men, if you own your own that. business, you can just say, it'll have to wait. It'll have to wait. It'll have to wait till tomorrow. And I think that's that's why I bring up that point about busyness. And I and I tend to, um, whenever I talk to my guys in the office, the guys in the office, and 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 just people in general, and they say, "Hey, how's it going?" Oh, I've been busy. Man, I'm like, "Oh, I'm like busy." That means it's going to create a crisis for later, because you weren't busy with something that had to be done now. Which means now the lack of planning, the lack of doing, is going to be a problem for later. Ah, can we just make sure we've accomplished all of our work, so that it doesn't create a crisis because of lack of planning, and then I'm gonna have to deal with that after. And I, and I, I, in construction, you're constantly dealing with this type of, you know, someone's lack of planning becomes my crisis today. And I'm just like, I, I am, I'm so like aware of that to the point, mm -hmm. um, if we can plan our day well, and we literally can say, you know what? Things don't always go as planned though. It's there true. I know. Okay. So we're constantly trying to control our environment, right? <laughs> okay. Cause if we can control our environment and I still think things, that way, yeah. I still think that uh, way. <laughs> I, I would. I still wouldn't change anything mm -hmm. because I've learned so much, and I'm still not. I mean, God willing, I'm not at the end of my life, and so I still have learned. I can learn if I choose to humble myself and learn at all my. Um, hmm. You can say, "Well, you made you so successful. You've done so much," but I, I have a lot of broken, a lot of broken things there that I can learn from, and most of it was relationally. Most of it was relationally, and I think that's that's my goal is to somehow a goal like a success for for my relationships is that now that i've realized um hitting hitting these these goals uh and but but in it yeah we that's built now it's done there now yeah income's coming great mm -hmm. but at what sacrifice i don't want to lose my wife in the process of becoming a you know xyz number i don't want that i don't want that I, and i don't want that for my children either Right. And I think that's the intentionality of just knowing that what's most important is that you and I have this relationship that we're journeying together and you don't have to run at my pace and I don't have to run at your pace. But at some point we need to come together and say together, this is our pace. Right. We're in this together. Right. And also have that freedom, like where you can do things that are important to you or like you have calling for God's put on your heart. Like you have had the freedom to be able to do that. And I think that in, in turn, like for a spouse, you know, like allowing that and yeah. not just relaxing That's and right. just trusting the process and not feeling like you have to do it all for everybody. And everybody needs to be all involved in everything. Yeah, we talked about that before where yeah. in previous episodes, we've talked about how we don't need, you, you don't need to be uh, my, my immediate go-to person because you're the person I trust. Right. Um, which then means that you then have to leave do, what you do. Right. Into, so that you can jump into what I am, the new thing that I'm doing now. Yes. Yeah. But you're here. I am. Why are you here? Because I love you. This is one of the new things I'm doing now. This is one of the new things you're doing. I did have a commitment that I was volunteering on Friday mornings. Yeah. yeah. But, but you're here. I submit to you. Yeah. Is that the only reason why you're here? I love you. Yeah. And thank you. And I appreciate that. You know, just working through, I think that's the reality of kind of um, ventures and and, and um, relationship is that we have choices. 
We do. I have choices. You have choices. Um, and for me not to subvert my will over your will just because I said so. Yeah, I'm always reminded of that scripture that says we should submit to one another in brotherly love. But it's, it's, the key thing is that it's in love, that we submit in love. Um, and I, I have found that you you have been someone who has said, look, I trust you. I support you. Please um, walk with me. Come with me. I want to go with you. Don't 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 just see me in the rearview mirror. We're, we're doing this together. And in that, we've had a lot of great fun, too. I mean, we've got some great stories, things that we've done, some of the trips we've taken. Um, we've road tripped, you know, to New Mexico. Like we've we've gotten an RV and just gone places and we have seen things that we normally wouldn't have seen. Yeah. We've taken the time. You were really great about talking about vacations. I never felt like I could take a vacation because I always felt like we don't have the money for that or, or whatever. We need to stay working. And, and then sure enough. Right. It's hard it, to switch that. Switch out of the It's market. hard to switch. It would take a couple of days just to relax enough to enjoy it. And then it's like, oh, got to get back into the mindset of, you know, back to work. But, right. but you got really good about putting um, vacations on the calendar. You, you booked, I mean, one year you booked like two or three cruises like years in advance. Yeah. You got a great deal on it. You're like, look, we're going on a cruise. And I remember you calling me. I'm like swinging a hammer. I'm doing something. You're like, we're going on a cruise. I'm like, awesome. Super cool. When? When? In a year and a half. You remember that? Yeah. I'm like, what? Well, and I was let down. And you're like, I think I called you back later. She's like, oh, guess what? I'm like, what? We're going to go on one, two in three months or something because you found another deal. And you're like, let's do one. I think you're just like, you know, we need that now, too. And so we've had a, a lot of fun and, and, you know, and, the, and being in business and, and, and the, the resources that come with it, uh, create great opportunities for family memories as well, uh, that you may not have had, or may have been once in a lifetime. And, and we've had, I think several once in a lifetime experiences and I'm grateful for those. I like when we just would go for walks, like. We'd be like, all right, you know, kids are all Oh, the set. simple things. Yeah, the Women kids always are all think set. about the simple things. Whereas men are like, thinking about for, the... Let's go for a walk <laughs> and just like... We used to do that quite a bit. After dinner, um, when we lived down by the bay, we would go walk. Yeah. Remember after we'd go walk for like an hour. Yeah, the girls were slightly nice. older. They didn't have to come. With, they were older. They didn't have to come with us. So it was just you and I. Yeah, but when they were younger, we would push them in the stroller. Remember That's that? We'd, all right, we're going to go picnic. That's I right. remember doing that a few times. We'd let the kids have soda in big deal you know it was, it was but it was just deal. like put the kids in the stroller and strap them on your back whatever and yeah. let's just go and unplug and spend some time together it's yeah. just really awesome and those are those are mm -hmm. awesome moments you 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 spend a lot of time making a lot of photo books and sometimes i i think i look back we have a stack of photo books and in those stacks i'm like man when did we we took we did a lot we yeah. did a lot like i think every year you would put together one or two books and literally I can remember, man, I was working on this project. I was doing that. We're doing that. But in that, we have a ton of memories that we made together. And I'm so thankful that we took those times during stressful, like, because my life's always been kind of stressful because I choose my stress in many respects. Well, I, I choose what I do. Um, but you made sure that we had those moments captured so I can look back in a book. I'm like, yeah, I didn't just spend my whole life on a job site. Yeah. I actually spent my life with my family. And I think that's the key moment, key thing is yep. to, to enjoy, take them, those moments to, to enjoy life together because those are the jewels. Those are the gems. Those are the moments you'll think about. You'll never think again like, oh, I just wish I could go back to that that moment in my in my 
my my the deal that we did or that project that we did. I just want to go back and camp there. Oh, I just wish I was back in my desk doing the paperwork from that. You know, no. those aren't usually the things we no. think about. No, but it's it's the time that we spent, those moments that we created, those the little bits of advice we got to share with our children. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's special is um, creating those moments. We've they won't just happen. They need to be thought thought out well and planned. Um, spontaneous moments do happen, but but in, in the busy life, the busy life of, of an entrepreneur, it's really important, especially serving. You know, find time to serve together. You and, and the girls, you guys all serve on a Sunday morning, you know, at, at, at church, right? And you guys are actively engaged and, and you guys do that together. Um, and I think that's very, very powerful. And I'm like, man, I'm like, that's something that they'll know that they got to serve together. And, and, and mom was part of it as well. And I just think it's really special. There's been a lot of service things that we've done, ministry together as a family, um, because again, that focus is, man, we want to be about God's work, even with the, the kind of stressful life that that um, that that I live. Um, you know, I've always wanted to make sure that I, I don't. Miss oh no, I have stress too. I didn't want to imply that on you. I have stress too, just like I mean, just like anybody. Keeping the main things the main things is also difficult to do no matter what you're doing really yeah. i don't think it just applies to entrepreneurs and i agree you're right yeah man i think it's pretty cool that we get to sit here and just talk about this yeah thank you for that privilege yeah i'm grateful well any other verses that you want to share you want to close this out with um and, and any other thought process here i thought yeah, where it's First Thessalonians four eleven, and to inspire to live quietly, and to mind your own affairs, and to work with your hands as we instructed you. Great words from Paul. So, guys, thanks again for um, taking this moment. Thank you to to to, to watch and to kind of journey alongside of us. Um, hopefully, you're you're seeing that. Um, there's a lot of joy and there's a lot of, lot of, um, and there's a lot of pain. There's a lot of struggles, but there's, there's a lot of like victories as well that Megan and I have, have experienced. And I know that we represent tens of thousands of other people just like us. And I want you to know that you're not alone. Um, you're not alone in your struggles. You're not alone in, in, in a sense of feeling overwhelmed. Um, today is a new day. You actually can plug in today you can unplug from the things that you don't need to be plugged into and you can plug in and i would say it starts with a living relationship with the savior of the world it starts with a living relationship with jesus christ and so i really want to encourage you to take that moment you know there's let's say when did jesus take the wheel of your life you know in the old song jesus take the wheel i really invite you today i think together we invite Mm -hmm. you to allow the, the Messiah to allow Jesus to take the wheel of your life. Even if you're sitting in the high life, you know, eight figured numbers, 10, I mean, it doesn't matter the type of money you make. In the end, we all suffer with the same because even King Solomon had far more zeros in his bank account than you did. He suffered with the exact same thing. The focus has got to be back on loving our God, having communion with our God. And when we have communion with our God, we all have communion with one another. Yeah, and that's real meaning and purpose. That's life meaning. purpose. That's like, more meaning. That's more life purpose. Yeah. And that's generational because what we create together, our children will see it. 
and then our grandchildren will see it. And it's either something that they want to emulate or they won't. And really, I want to create a relationship with you and, and walk out a relationship with you that emulates the love that our Father has for us and for, through to one another so we can then share it with everyone else that we meet. So powerful. It's super powerful. Wow. So what a privilege it is to, to be alive right now. Um, I do want to encourage you, you know, we're filming this during the time of, um, uh, of what's going on in Jerusalem and Israel. And I do want you to, to encourage you to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, pray for Israel. Uh, we know that God loves Israel and he loves all people, but there's a special promise for Jerusalem and the people of Israel. So uh, please continue to pray uh, that, um, that God will take care of um, uh, his people. And thank you again. If you would, go ahead and like and subscribe and hit that bell. Uh, please comment down below. You know, this, is, this episode came from a comment. And so yeah, we encourage you. you to uh, comment, share your thoughts with us, and, and we would love to be able to respond and, and hopefully put together a video that would um, be a blessing to you and to your family. So please share this as well, guys. Thanks so much, and um, God bless you.